Hello, 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 and welcome back to Soul Soup. I am Marco Sublin, and I am here today with you for a moment of peace. I had an episode planned for this weekend that was very silly. It was supposed to be like a 10th episode spectacular, and I had a silly surprise planned, but I am going to save that for another time because. I don't feel so silly right now because the state of the world is so heavy and so depressing and I think that everyone is feeling it to some degree. Obviously, if you're reading the news, you know that there is so much violence and so much tragic loss of life and suffering um, in our world and even on a more micro level, it's dark and it's about to be you know, winter and everyone's in midterms or they're bogged down at work and I just think we need a space for everyone to take a damn breath and breathe a little together and see some light in the world. And I really don't say that to say, you know, toxic positivity, just look at the good and the bad's not so bad. I think that that's not something that I believe in regardless, because I do think we need to sit with the bad and look at it right in the eye and understand it. And I also think that as someone who has lived in the West my whole life, it would be impossible for me to try to diminish the pain and suffering that is happening both here at home and far away. But I really strongly believe that holding space for that which is light and that which is love doesn't diminish that which is hard and heavy. I think that something that I find frustrating about our social media culture of understanding the news and of um, reckoning with what's happening in the world is this need to constantly be called to action, this need to have our attention commodified and directed at one area in a, a sustained and prolonged way. And I think that there is such a thing as balance and nuance. I think that it's true that we ought to be looking at injustice and we ought to be th thinking about how we, even when we're removed from injustice, can participate in correcting it. I think that we have to consider where our money goes, where our attention goes, and where our time goes. I think all of that is crucial and so important and every single human being plays a role in creating a culture of peace and camaraderie and love in our world. And I would never for a second um, give us permission to dismiss that moral obligation as human beings that we owe to one another. And I also believe that we can't be on all the times. And when we try, I think it exhausts us. And we have doom scrolling and we have so much heavy that bogs us down that we can't even be functional in our efforts to be good people. So I wanted to just create a space to focus on some good for a second. And once again, not to diminish the bad, but to remind us that both exist and that we as human beings are capable of multitudes and we can hold simultaneously all of the tragedy and all of the light at once. And um, how beautiful it is that as human beings, we have that capacity to sit in both the sadness of what it means to be human and the beauty of what it means to be human. And I think that for me personally, so much of the beauty of being a person is in the small things. 
a couple weeks ago, I was having a really bad day and I went to the grocery store and I saw a little baby and it smiled at me and I smiled back and then it giggled and then I giggled and I was reminded of how connected we all are, how contagious our different mannerisms are to each other, how silly life can be sometimes and how connected we can become to each other in a brief instantaneous moment like that. And just that tiny two-second interaction has stuck with me weeks later as a moment that cheered me up and also really moved me in a time I needed to be moved and, and felt movable. And I think that we have so many moments like that every day and it's really hard to overlook them and bypass them. And sitting in gratitude, I think, is one of the things that we can do to help our mental health the most, to connect with our humanity the most, and to connect with each other. So I wanted to create a space today for all of those little things that move us, all of the little things that guide us and that keep us sane in trying times and that bring us closer to each other. And I wanted to take a break from my own voice. I think in times of crisis, everyone feels compelled to have an opinion and to share their opinion because we all want to be people who stand for something good. And we all want to be people who move the needle closer to justice. Um, but I think there's also a lot of value in knowing when to be quiet and when to listen and when to be learning from others rather than speaking our own minds. And I know I am personally trying hard to be a listener more than a speaker right now. And so it doesn't feel appropriate for me to come onto the podcast and talk and talk and talk until the cows come home when I have so many voices accessible to me that I would much rather be listening to. So for this episode, I wanted to create a brief collage of all of the beauty in the world, all of the goodness, all of the things that are pulling us through. So I reached out to many of my loved ones and asked them to send me a message about something that felt life-affirming to them, something that made them feel good about humanity, something that was making them happy, something they were looking forward to, something small that was carrying them through. And the messages I received were indeed life-affirming and were indeed happy. Um, they made me cry just listening to them and remembering how much good there is, knowing how much good the people that I care about were experiencing. And it also made me realize how much was right in front of my face. Um, and I really think that listening to this, I'm hoping it'll do the same for you, that it can remind you exactly what is right in front of you that is good and worth loving and worth living for. And we need to have those happy things that give us hope and that inspire us so that we can sit in the heaviness and handle it and own it and move forward with grace and with love and with respect for our humanity and the humanity of other people. So with all of that said, I'm going to play the voices of some very wonderful human beings with some very lovely things to say. Thank you for listening, and I really hope you enjoy. Take care. Something that's been bringing me a lot of happiness is seeing the 
leaves change color this fall. Um, it's always my favorite time of the season just because um, everything is so beautiful and it just reminds me a lot of my favorite childhood movies and, and memories. So it's just a very nostalgic season. Um, and I know it happens every year, but I think it happening every year also plays into the into why I love it and, and that it's kind of like a constant thing that happens every year and is something I can look forward to. Absolutely blasting music while dancing in my room and singing into a hairbrush is what makes me happy. Something that made me happy recently was going plant shopping with my grandma. Um, my family recently moved into a new house and my grandma had this beautiful giant garden at our old house that she basically had to leave behind. Um, so that was kind of sad, but it was also exciting to think about the new garden she could build and all the new plants she could buy. Um, so I went to the garden center with her the other day and it was just a really nice time picking out flowers and different trees and bushes for the backyard and then just seeing how happy she was just starting to build a new garden in her new home. What makes me happy lately is having a really nice place to call home. I've had the fortunate opportunity throughout my life to volunteer, especially in youth. And looking back on it now as an adult, I think that it really taught me how taking care of one another, like as humans, is vital. Everyone in life goes through struggles at, at some point, at any point, at every point really. And I think it's important just to check in on people, whoever's close to you, whoever you love, whoever you like, you know, just make sure we're constantly checking in on each other. Um, that's what I think makes life great. And that's why I think life is made for. It's for the people. One of my all-time favorite movies, thanks to Margot, is actually about time. And one of the reasons I love it so much is because it talks about, it's a whole narrative on, on life and the connections that you make and having that family and friends support. It's viewed as a great gift. And I think it is. It's one of the greatest gifts that people can have. And whoever you know, you have in your life that are fortunate to have you. Every day that we live is an important one. And that's what I also appreciate about that movie is that it changed my whole perspective on how life is. You know, there are certain days you might have a very, very shit day. But looking back on it, there's something in that day or in the moments that you're living that you can find a positive spin on. I love hearing people, one of the things I love in life is hearing people just talk about their passions because it is so innately human to have something that we enjoy. My personal goal in life, in order to make it seem like it has value, you know, once I'm looking back, I'm old and gray and wrinkly, and I'm looking back on life, is to make sure that I have lived a life where I am not only kind to people, but I have found my passions, I have found my people, and I think that that's honestly the best thing that a person can ask for, in my humble opinion. My reminder that there is so much beauty in humanity, even when the world feels dark, is reading. I love reading and have found comfort in books since I was little. And I, it's a way for me to connect with people when sometimes that is a really hard thing for me to do in person. And I recently moved from Portland to Phoenix and 
Thankfully, I found a Powell's replacement near my neighborhood. And so I walked in a few weeks ago and it just reminded me of being home. And the first book I grabbed off the shelves was this stunning light green hardcover illustrated copy of The Hobbit. And I was, as I was flipping through it, of course I dropped it. And there was just the faintest black line on the cover. And I put the book back feeling very guilty and I went over to the corner of the store which ironically was the mystery and crime thriller section and I stayed there feeling like I committed a wrongdoing to Bilbo in the bookstore but while back there I grabbed a copy of Dracula which I am reading now in the spirit of Halloween and October and I also overheard a a pair of friends in the fantasy aisle talking very loudly and very passionately about their favorite characters in a new series. And they were they were arguing about which character is best and which one they would want to be if they were in the story and that that made me smile. And I I recently saw a post on Substack and it was an E.B. White quote that said, I admire anyone who has the guts to write anything at all. And I think that's really true. I think there's a lot of bravery in getting your thoughts out of your head, whether whether or not another person reads or hears or sees them. And it's super courageous to share your words with the world. And I love listening to what other people have to say, especially through books and through reading. And one, one of my favorite things about life is curiosity. And I see a lot of bravery in exploring our curiosities. And I think reading is a really powerful way to do that, to explore areas and people and places and stories, ideas, perspectives that we may know nothing about and never thought we would learn about. And whenever I open a book, I'm reading another person's courage, their hesitancy, their confidence, their joy, sorrow, whatever their story stemmed from and is rooted in, I am reading part of them. And I think that's a very beautiful way to step into another person's mind. So whenever I open a book and I immerse myself in a story, I am connected with another human in a very real and a very intimate way. And that will never cease to bring me joy. One thing that has been bringing me a lot of joy recently is music. Music is such a cool way to connect with people and places and feelings and ideas and cultures. Um, But in particular, one thing that has been making my day-to-day a lot lighter and more enjoyable is um, a gift I received recently, which was a playlist that two of my very best friends in the whole world made me as a parting gift as I moved to a different country earlier this year. Um, It has been such a lovely way to feel like they're right here with me every moment of the day that I listen to it as I go about my way figuring out um, a new life here. And I have felt so much closer to home and so much closer to the people I love. And to know that they were thinking of me 
with every single song selection when they made that playlist um and to know that I get to think of them um as each song comes on shuffle is just so sweet and it's brought me a lot of comfort in an experience that has been not always the most comfortable so um that's been making me feel very good recently and I hope that um other people can use music as a way to find peace and comfort and joy um in in times that may not feel like that otherwise some things that i've been finding life affirming recently are just community events whether that's music festivals where everybody's hugging each other having a great time just vibing out to music or even just really good class discussions where Everybody's encouraging each other to participate, and it's a very open space. Um, that's super fun. Some things that are pretty great this season is, you know, the the changing of the colors, the fall, and just the nice sunny weather, you know, before it goes completely dark. And, um, yeah, just the, the fresh fall autumn air. It's pretty awesome. Something that I'm looking forward to coming up is I am seeing all of my good college friends in Leavenworth, Washington. We're all meeting up there, and I really love in hard times to get together with people that I know bring me a lot of joy and happiness, and I'm really excited to experience that with some of the people that I love very, very much. So I'm looking forward to that. I've been really enjoying tea, my essential oil diffuser, slow mornings, fall breezes with sun in the sky, and just really tuning into music. Something that's making me happy in my life right now is the fall weather, getting cooler, um, and then also spending time with my friends and getting to see them every day. One of the things that I like to consume when I feel down is I love to watch uh, Conan O'Brien go abroad to different countries. There's something so comforting about a awkward, lanky ginger man who's just making fun of himself in several countries, and it makes me laugh and provides me a lot of comfort. I have this guilty pleasure I turn to when things are particularly challenging and a little bit crazy in the world. And that is, I like to watch UFO documentaries on my wife's Netflix algorithm. Today I'm thankful for my friends that keep me afloat, pumpkin carving, picking up my Halloween costume, and my family that supports me. These are two sayings that I repeat to myself daily about love, um, whenever I get down, or whenever I need to remind myself of what it's like to be human at the end of the day, and as a reminder of everything I do, at least I'm trying my best, um, and I am just a human, and I can only do so much. So, I hope you enjoy these. What is done in love is done well. I know love is real because I exist and I am full of love. I've just been seeing a lot of love 
lately. <laughs> love meaning uh, romantic and platonic. Um, I've seen familial love. I've seen little girls walking down the street holding hands. I've seen a lot of families walking together. Um, I've been seeing a lot of folks get engaged lately. Um, yeah, and the story I have was last night, my friend and I were walking my dog at the Portland Rose Gardens, which are just in my backyard, basically. And we were taking a picture of the sunset, and it was gorgeous, and it was like 6 p.m., and it was pinks and oranges and blues, all surrounded by um, Mount Hood, like perfectly framed in between these two trees. So we were taking photos of the sunset, and we perfectly captured this couple, and they were not taking photos, they were just enjoying the moment, and it was the two of them, and they were engaging in each other's eyes and they were holding each other and we caught the perfect photo of them hugging and kissing and we were like oh my gosh that's so cute so later that day we saw them walking exiting the park and we were kind of debating about whether or not to send them the photo or like run up to them uh we ended up deciding to go up to them and saying like hey we found this photo of you guys it's not creepy or anything we were taking a picture of the sunset accidentally caught you guys um and i was half expecting them just to blow us off and be like oh thanks um or maybe send it to me but then not really think anything of it they had the nicest story it was their first time in portland visiting each other it was like their first date and um it was just really wholesome and they were so excited to have that photo of them like candidly enjoying themselves. Um, and I think that was probably like the most lingering feeling that I had felt love-wise. Like everyone's sort of feeling other emotions right now. Um, but a lot of people are feeling love and it's a time where everyone needs to be, you know, holding their loved ones close and, and enjoying the little moments. I feel like there's something naturally very beautiful in alleyways, in telephone lines. It was something I discovered I really enjoyed and found a lot of natural beauty in is in Vancouver when you're just walking down tons of streets and the garages are connected to the back in that alleyway. And in it, you'll see like cats, really friendly neighbors, and it's just aesthetically pleasing because sometimes the light kind of shines through. And since moving out of Vancouver, I had that revelation today when I was driving through the city and I just saw a bunch of telephone lines and like just a very industrial space, which often is seen as really kind of ugly and yet I found it just really beautiful and a nice reminder of like my time in Vancouver. Something that makes me happy is that every morning before I get started my day I lie in bed and read a really good book um, for an hour and it's been a wonderful way to start my day. With all the things going on in the world today, I think it's important to remember that there are things one can do every day that are little things that when you do them, they make you feel good about yourself uh, and probably make others feel good as well. Some things that I do in no particular order, returning the shopping cart, separate the recycling, always over tip my servers, remembering people on their birthdays, 
sending a random gift to a friend that is feeling down. Pick up trash if I see it on the sidewalk. Buy Girl Scout cookies, for charity purposes, of course. Donate to several causes that are dear to me and or my friends and family. Make sure my kids have clean clothes and food in their bellies. And a favorite of mine is to smile at strangers because it's nice when you get one back. Tomorrow, uh, four of my best college friends and I are going to go to a rock concert. And two of them live in Alaska. One lives in White Salmon, Washington. And one lives in Lake Oswego. And then I live in Portland. It's really, really rare when you get older to be able to spend time with friends from college. Um, everybody has such busy lives and our jobs are so demanding. And um, But it's really one of the coolest things uh, when we do get to get together. Um, and we try to do this every couple of years. And, you know, this is a really special occasion because it's all of our favorite band. And we saw them two years ago, actually, uh, or three years ago, uh, the night that everything went into quarantine, uh, when it was two weeks to flatten the curve. And so we have this joke going that um, when we go see this concert again, same band, same group of guys, that we're going to close the portal to whatever awful things we opened last time we went. Honestly, it's my friendships that bring me hope and keep me going. Um, they remind me how wonderful life is and um, they make me laugh. And I'm just really lucky to have friends like this that um, I get to see every every now and then. And I feel blessed that we'll have the opportunity to close the portal. The other day, my long-distance best friend sent me this text message, and it read, Hello, my angel. I hope you are having a beautiful day today. I'm proud of you, and I love you, and I'm thinking of you always. Um, it was such an unexpected message. I haven't spoken to her on FaceTime or anything since the summer. Um, and it was just, like, the most beautiful way to start my morning. Um, it reminded me of all the little ways in which we can show up for the people we care about. And currently I'm dealing with a lot of distance in my important relationships since my parents are in India currently. And I think it was just a really nice reminder that I'm loved. And even if I don't see the people that I care about every single day, they are thinking of me and they are caring about me. And that despite technology and all of its vices, um, I'm lucky enough to say that, you know, they're just a click of a button away. The greatest pleasure of my life is seeing my family members, my daughters and my grandchildren, and giving them a big hug. I, growing up in New York, surrounded by music and art all and books uh, libraries my favorite thing was going to sit in libraries and just explore amongst the shelves living here outside portland oregon i find great pleasure 
in the beauty of my surroundings. And we live on two and a half acres and surrounded by fir trees and just watching the seasons pass and the beauty of each season in our home has been a great joy to me. Books in particular have been something that I explored my world with and received suggestions from my children and my grandchildren. And I love to read what they feel is important. Having traveled so much, I find that just being in one place and surrounded by beauty and silence is so soothing and such a pleasure for me. One of the last things that I'm going to mention, good old American football and baseball. I am an ardent fan and have been watching for so many decades. I still enjoy the challenge of keeping up with the game and understanding the challenges of the game and the strategic moves being made. I really love expressing myself with jewelry. Um, I like wearing, it's a little like joy in my day, I guess just, um, I love earrings and just kind of like finding a new pair of earrings to like wear every day, whether I have like work or it's a weekend, um, just brings a little bit of joy to my day. So I think that's something that makes me happy or um, kind of makes each day more fun. Something that brings me a lot of joy as of late is at work, um, working like in a healthcare like office and like working with specifically cancer patients, um, is seeing like people who are in like situations that I would consider devastating and like personally like would wreck me, um, and seeing them just be so hopeful and like happy about what they have in life. Um, cause it really makes me like take, like take a moment to be grateful for what I have. Um, and I think that's just like a good little lesson and thing for everyone to be aware of. Um, but it definitely gives me like faith in humanity to know that even though some people are in bad situations, they still have like a love for life. Something that makes me feel good about humanity is a space that's actually created in my very own neighborhood. Uh, once a week, a group of us in our neighborhood get together and share inspirational quotes and prayers for the world on different topics such as like unity and love and justice and hope, um, equality of men and women. And it's, yeah, it's quite a unique space as it draws people in from all different nationalities and religions and beliefs. Uh, we have friends who come who are Christian, Muslim, Baha'i, atheist, uh, and several friends from the international <laughs> realm as well. Um, and I've seen many spaces like this actually created in many communities around the world. And it definitely gives me hope for a future where humanity can be united in the diversity that is inherent within us. What gives me hope 
is that each day is a new day. No matter what happened the day before, the next day is a clean slate. We always get a do-over. With all the heavy things going on in the world, I feel like uh, music really makes me happy and helps me keep myself from being sucked into all of the kind of negativity in our society. And as a music major, I think like music is important to me in a different sense than just people like enjoying it lightly but I really do believe that it has the power to make people realize things and also kind of bring them together and connect them and this connection that we have with this auditory world is incredible and I am so very grateful that it's become such a big part of my life. Um, I play the oboe so playing the oboe um, not only brings me joy, but also allows me to share my joy with others who come to my concerts, recitals, and um, just hear me play. So, yeah, of course I listen. I like, I love to listen to music outside of school. Um, but I think regardless of what kind of music people listen to, the power of music is present in humanity, and and I think that's a beautiful thing to be a part of. Okay, something that makes me happy is um, being around all my friends and eating french fries. I really like sunsets and how they always end any day. If it's a good day or a bad day, there will always be a sunset. Even with clouds, the sun is setting behind the clouds. And just that symbolic sense just brings me a lot of joy to my life. And I know I can always count on sunsets to be there for me. During this season, it's very easy to get disheartened about all the seemingly bad things that are going on. Uh, but there's actually a lot of good things going on in the world in spite of the, the turmoil. The things that, uh, that I find positive is people helping animals. I see a lot of YouTube videos of people going out of their way, helping destitute, stranded, and animals that need, that need rescuing, and they get rescued. I feel good when I see that when people help other people in need. I feel good about that. I also feel good about my family. Um, uh, the, the joy that they, that they give me, uh, the, the smiles they bring to my face, uh, the things that I can do for them. It's just, it's, it's the act of giving. It makes me feel better and I enjoy that. Uh, these are the things that I think people uh, need to be aware of and to be thankful. Life is precious. Life is a gift. Uh, at my age, at 71, knowing that I have less time ahead of me than behind me, I savor every day. It's important. And you should too. Something that made me really happy today was working with the sweetest little second grader who I tutor. Um, she has a learning disability and she struggles terribly with reading and she has the wiggles usually so I have to get really creative to keep her focused but she has great comprehension and really good memory I'll give you an example um, she loves to play teacher and correct me and it turns out her reading is better when she's not in the spotlight and when she's actually um, not in the spotlight and actually being corrected so here's where her memory shocked me. I was so impressed and touched. Um, she read the word morning and stopped cold. That's your daughter's name, right? 
she had asked to see pictures of my daughters a couple of weeks ago and wanted to know their names and I told her Margot and when she read the word morning I mean she stumbled but she read it but I think what it was was the M the G and the O and I was so impressed and so touched I just gave her the biggest smile and I said you have such a good memory and um, we carried on with our our lesson but it made me think of all the hidden talents that kids have and all the wonderful ways they can surprise us how if you had to describe a tree without saying the word green plant or leaves how would you describe it beautiful so like i'm blind i've never seen a tree before describe it to me beautiful just beautiful that's it and chunky chunky and big what kind of person were you today or this week happy a happy person what made your teacher smile today Everybody being quiet. Everybody being quiet. Is there something new that you learned today? If you can remember. Uh, we learned about some compound words. What's a compound word? It's like cupcake, like two words. It's like combined together to make one word. What is something that you are grateful for today? Reading. <laughs> Reading? Uh-huh. What's one thing that you can help teach others? Like younger kids or something? Doesn't matter. Anybody. Older people. Doesn't matter. Treat people all the way that they want to be treated. This is our little list of life-affirming, feel-good things about humanity and things that are having us feel good this season. Um, For me, the first thing that comes to mind is Hot Pot has become a family tradition for me, my parents, and Sam. And the first Hot Pot of the season where we gather around their little teeny tiny table downstairs and it's always somehow a blustery cold day, how my dad would always say. And the way that we giggle over trying to cook udon noodles is something that leaves me always feeling so warm and fuzzy. And even the idea that something so small that we just started doing turned into a tradition itself. Um, And it leaves me fuzzy, warm and fuzzy, just thinking about the deeper connections that can form from the teeniest things. Um, What about you? (laughs) (laughs) I've not said anything. (laughs) Just looking at me. (laughs) Yes, I'm watching you. Um, The one I've got is the the feeling you get after spending time outside for a while and then coming back inside and feeling your body warm up to the temperature of the house. Makes you feel very cosy. I think also... They're really sweet people in both of our lives and just who make you feel so special even when life is busy and chaotic the people who you know check in on you and care for you and carve time out for you um, who leave you feeling grounded and connected even as things get busy (laughs) Uh, this one's a bit specific Uh, the small wave you get from the driver of an oncoming car when you pull over to make space on a narrow road. <laughs> Just nice. It's like a nice nice little signal between two random strangers. I think little it's quite strangers. cute. I think it's always the sweet little connections 
Um, I think also when you realize that um, you start to notice and listen to little things like noticing the raindrops and slowing down to stomp in a puddle. And even the when you start to notice that other people around you notice these things too, I think is a sweet human connection. I noticed recently when I was at a mall, the busy food court, and I thought it was cute. Everyone, <laughs> comes, everyone comes for lunch and they're all eating at the food court, but they all come from all their different prospective jobs. <laughs> and they come together to eat all the same food. I think it's cute. God, we love human connection. Um, okay, and then my last one is, I think, recently having gone to the sweetest concert with one of my favorite people. It's a sweet gathering of strangers getting together in tiny new spaces to sway and dance to music in a crowd of new people, but there's just a collective love for the communal gathering itself, amazing music, and the overall vibes, and people just coming together from all sorts of places just to do that, I think is so magical. I thought about this for a while and I tried to make a list of things that filled me with hope and happiness and made me feel exceedingly alive. And there are a million things, but what came to mind is a couple weeks ago, I was at my best friend's house and we were walking to the park and she sees this wonderful overgrown fig tree from a neighbor's plant. And I remember her picking some because they were, you know, dangling off the fence. And she thought, you know, I'm, I'm going to go home and make some stuff for, you know, you, me and my husband. And and she grabbed so many of these figs, you know, barely, you know, ripe and fresh and that, you know, bright green, like an intrusive green color. And she gave me a few of them to hold. And I'm not a big fig eater. I haven't really ever enjoyed the taste of figs, but... I think what was really nice is that I got to be there in that moment and to share that with her and for her to look at me and see me as somebody and to let me hold those figs. And it sounds so tiny and minuscule, but I think that's what I really hold close because it's all the it's all these in-between moments that make up my day and make up my week. You know, it's not the bus ride to work, it's not the discovery of an of a new meal or, you know, all these other things. It's it's my best friend looking at me and asking me to be with their, her in that moment and to, to savor and hold these figs and protect them from her so, you know, we can take that on and make a new memory together. And, and that just, that felt really hopeful. And it was that sort of moment where I was like, I'm just a human holding these figs and trying to make sure we don't drop any and they get home safe so my best friend can make a wonderful meal for us all. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Soul Soup. I'll be back in two weeks, and until then, I hope you feed your soul.